Hey guys, this is Colleen Saft, and you are listening to the Man's Journey Today podcast. Welcome. Today's episode is dedicated to all the fathers listening to this show, as I'm going to talk about the key ingredient in building a great relationship with your children, and that is a secure attachment. Immediately after birth, the child's survival depends on her caregivers. Most of the time, the caregivers are the mother and the father, although this role can be fulfilled by any other caring and loving person. Parents love, protect, and comfort their baby. This intimate bond gives the child a strong sense of security. The sensation of well-being that originates from the repeated experience of affectionate care creates what we can call a secure attachment. Quote, Attachment is an inborn system of the brain that evolved to keep the child safe. It enables the child to seek proximity to the parent, to go to the parent at times of distress for comforting as a source of a safe haven, and internalize the relationship with the parent as an internal model of a secure base. This sense of security is built upon repeated experiences of being contingently connected with the attachment figure. The impact of these experiences is to provide children with an internal sense of well-being that enables them to go out into the world and explore and make new connections with others. Daniel Siegel and Mary Hartzell, Parenting from Inside Out. The secure attachment is the foundation for a healthy cognitive and emotional development of the child. It also plays a huge part in shaping children's ability to create meaningful relationships, to increase their level of resistance to stress, to boost their confidence, to have the ability to create a coherent story that makes sense of their lives, and all this gives them the possibility to learn about themselves and better understand others, get good results in school, become committed and responsible when it comes to their work, and most importantly, feel good in their own skin. Because a newborn depends entirely on those around him, he completely abandons himself to his environment. This total abandonment of children is related to the psychic function most developed in them at this stage. Perception. Just to be clear, this is not a passive phenomenon through which external elements penetrate the child's inner world. On the contrary, we are dealing with a dynamic process. An inner mobilization is necessary so that external impressions can be perceived. Bernard Livergood points out that a normally developed baby literally acts as an organ of perception. His dedication to the world with a tremendous force being comparable only to the devotion of a profoundly religious person for the divine. In other words, the baby is like a sponge. We know that this active dedication of the young child makes her an imitating being. What the child learns in the early years of life occurs especially through imitation. However, impressions penetrating into the deepest layers of the unconscious are those perceived before the child becomes apt to imitate. The responsibility of parents in the first two years of life is greatly increased because of this. Remember that experiences that are not truly conscious and remain unprocessed are those that influence the most mood, feelings, and behavior later on. 
Let me be clear. If parents show morality through their actions, if they look at life with a confident attitude and manage to create an atmosphere of love and warmth, they can lay the foundations that their child will need as an adult to go through life feeling joyful and fulfilled, even when having to face difficult life conditions. Unlike those people who did not have this favorable premise during their childhood and feel lonely, sad and depressed, despite maybe having a bright future in front of them. Unfortunately, parents are not always able to give their child experiences of connection and security so that the child develops a secure attachment. In this scenario, the proximity-seeking, safe haven and secure base experiences do not occur optimally. The resulting insecure attachment is carried forward as internal processes in the child that directly influence how the child interacts with others in the future. Insecure attachments come in several forms. The parent is repeatedly unavailable and even rejecting the child. What happens here is that the child adapts by avoiding closeness and emotional connection to the parent. This child may become avoidantly attached. These situations often involve parents who themselves grew up in an emotional desert and have not made sense of that difficult experience and the ways they had to adapt when their attachment needs were unmet. Secondly, we have an ambivalently attached child who experiences the parent's communication as inconsistent and at times intrusive. The child cannot depend upon the parent for attunement and connection. When children experience inconsistent availability and unreliable communication from their parents, they develop a sense of anxiety and uncertainty about whether they can depend upon the parent. They are not sure what to expect. This ambivalence creates a feeling of insecurity in the parent-child relationship and continues forward in the child's interaction with the larger social world. In both avoidantly and ambivalently insecure attachments, Children want to make sense out of their experiences and do the best they can to adapt to their worlds. How we come to adapt to our primary attachments in our families of origin organizes our minds to approach social relationships in a particular manner that is then applied outside the family. This use of old adaptations in new situations with teachers, friends and later with romantic partners recreates another experience that reinforces our old patterns of adaptation. We come to deeply believe, for example, that the world is an emotionally barren place, for avoidance, or an emotionally unreliable one filled with uncertainty, for ambivalence. And there is yet another category. This is the disorganized attachment. In this category, we have parents who frighten their children because they themselves are frightened or frightening. Usually these are parents that abuse alcohol or drugs and generate traumatic experiences for their children. Here, the child faces a problem without solution. They feel the need to connect to their parent when in distress, but the problem is that the parent is the source of the distress. So the child dissociates. Parents who realize that they haven't been able to properly meet their children's developmental needs, especially in the first years of life, often ask me if they can still do something to improve the quality of their interaction with them. The good news is that relationships with parents can change, 
And as this happens, children's attachment changes as well. This means that no parent should feel discouraged by previous experiences. It is never too late to generate positive experiences with your child. Furthermore, even a relationship with someone other than the parent, with a person who makes the child feel safe and understood, can be an important resource. Although relationships with other relatives, teachers, or mental health experts cannot replace attachment with a primary caregiver, it is still a seed that is planted and will grow to generate positive effects in the child's development. That is why I draw the attention of the relatives and professionals who interact directly with the child on this matter. We live in a time when mankind has reached remarkable depths in the process of discovering its true identity. We have access to tons of information and also to spiritual and scientific tools that allow us to approach, understand, and in many cases solve problems that are related to the mysteries of human existence. As we manage to understand our own biography and to consciously cure our own vulnerabilities, we can be more and more present with careful attention and a sincere outreach in the life of the little ones. Okay, those were the main points I wanted to share today, guys. Women tend to understand intuitively all this, and they are more inclined to read books on these topics and reach out to teachers, therapists, and coaches for help. I know that uh, guys show an ever-growing interest to become more aware of their children's needs and want to improve the quality of their interaction with them. Building a secure attachment with your child is the first step. I am going to leave you reflecting on a few questions that Daniel Siegel addresses to parents in his uh, best-selling book, Parenting from Inside Out. How do you respond when your children want to be close to you? What about when they are upset and need comforting? Do you think that they are internalizing their relationship with you as a secure base? What might you do to improve your relationship with your children to enhance their security of attachment to you? Whatever you think, comment below, let me know. And as always, if you like this episode, share it with a friend and leave a helpful review on iTunes. Thank you for listening to the Man's Journey Today podcast, guys. Till next time, take care.